1: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Stompcast. Uh, I'm with Ian and Jeremy. We're just, well, stomping away in Greenwich Park, as we have mentioned. It is raining a little bit and you can probably hear that, but we're absolutely loving this wander. We're just in the middle at the moment, aren't we? You can see to our right, we've got the city, Canary Wharf. You can see the museum as well and the universities over there. And you can look up the hill towards the statue. And Of course, um, we're GMT Greenwich Mean Time originated. That's right, isn't it?
2: That's right, and just absolutely The, the, the Royal Me- Observatory well. up there, yeah. Yeah,
1: the Royal Observatory yeah, at, at the top, which is which is a stunning place, and I would definitely recommend people visit. Guys, we've had a bit of a, we've chatted about quite a random va- variation of things. Usually, I'm, gosh, I'm usually quite structured in the stomp cast, <laughs> but you've got, you've got, there's so much for us to, to talk about, and I'm fascinated uh, by, your, by your stories, really. So, I'd just like to dive Straight in the deep end, if that's okay. Yes. As to, as to why you both talk about mental health so much. Why is it something, it's because something that comes up again and again, whether it's talking about physical or chronic issues, um, physical health, you always nicely and I think importantly loop back to the effect on people's minds and their mental health. So I'd be interested to hear your experiences, really, and why it's so important.
2: You know, everyone, everyone has their own mental health journey, um, whether it's uh, a hard one or you know, um, one that's kind to them. Um, there's always going to be something there that we can write about um, that's important. And we like writing about things that are important, um, that are going to make a difference. And we're just lucky. I think we're just lucky that we've got a platform to do that. Um, it helps us, you know, when we write, it helps our mental health. And it's, just, it's a sharing thing, really. It's just trying to use whatever we use to get ourselves through things and sharing it so that other people can do the same. Um, and not everybody has that platform, you know, not everybody can make a difference with those kind of things. And we're just, I think we're just lucky and we're, we're willing to keep that going as long as we can. Um, and that's why we just keep coming back to it. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can approach it, whether it be through comedy or through, you know, the deeper poetry that we write. Or just, just letting people know they're not alone by writing about a condition and just putting up almost, uh, just a description sometimes of, of certain conditions. Um, and also, you know, those things are really good for us because there's so many conditions out there that we've never, I mean, you're a doctor, so you've, you've heard of, no doubt, a lot of these things, but um, there's so many conditions like endometriosis that we had never heard about. And then when we look into it, it just, it grabs grabs you and you just end up writing, you know, you don't realize it, but you just end up writing a lot about it and putting something out there and it either Touches or people helps them, or it doesn't, and we don't mind really. I mean, sometimes we write a post out and it just doesn't really do anything, but we, you know, we're proud of the fact that it's out there. And yeah. sometimes it does. Um, sometimes the ones that we didn't expect to do anything really do make a massive difference, and people share it all over the place. And you get stories back, and then from those stories, you find something else to write you about. Inspire.
1: I mean, the, one of the things I think you do incredibly is that you you really truly try to represent all sectors of society and all kinds of conditions you mentioned endometriosis so something that a lot of people don't understand about i think guys particularly lack a lot of understanding not always but in that i think as doctors even we don't have as much knowledge or training as maybe we should do generally because so many people are affected by it and i think sometimes as guys sharing that and going do you know what we should talk about this it's something really powerful in that because it could it'd be easy just to talk about men's issues and men's yeah, yeah, health yeah. issues, to actually address things that maybe you're not even affected by. I think is it's, yeah, it's it brave in some ways. Yeah, but it's it's you know really what? Powerful. I mean, absolutely like
2: absolutely, it was because well, like Jeremy we said, worried worried at that with time, the endometriosis, oh, we it right.
0: weren't it? Yeah, it was. It was kind of like that. Like, my wife was having really sort of like bad period pains and like and just the symptoms that she was getting was just uh, this can't just be bad periods, yes. you know? And so, so we looked into it and like subsequently you know we we, we discovered this condition yeah. like called endometriosis yeah. and it was just kind of like just wanting to represent sort of like you know invisible illnesses yeah. and stuff that was kind of because i've got um ulcerative colitis mm-hmm. and it, not many people know about that no. condition you know and it's just kind of wanting to sort of get these conditions out there and just uh and just to tell people you know don't be embarrassed to chat about mental yeah. health you know It's like. no just just get out there talk about it it has been very
1: powerful that you you know you you talk about ulcerative colitis it's it's a form of inflammatory bowel disease yeah people might know crohn's as well um do you find for you personally does it help is there some sense of self-therapy by talking about it or do you
0: find that it's hard to talk about no 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 big time it's it's like yeah it's like one thing that i was always embarrassed about happening is that i sort of uh, had an accident in the trouser department in public Mm. And I was always worried about that happening. And then one day it did. And I was like, well, you know what? That weren't that bad. You know, I got over that sort of initial embarrassment. And it's just not wanting people to feel embarrassed about their conditions and, like, the mental health.
1: So something that I've acutely been aware of um, working in A&E is how many suicides happen on the train line. Yeah. yeah. It must be a fear for anyone working on the trains, direct, on the trains or on the platforms. Yes. Or around the trains because surely it's a worst nightmare for anyone, isn't it? To happen. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you
2: get the call on the radio, and, and you, you, from certain certain things that are said, you know that you're you, you're going to go down there and respond to something that's you know like, going to be very 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 difficult to to experience. Um, but at the same time, you know, part of our job is to try and be there and do what we can to uh, interact with people so that they don't maybe consider doing that in the first place so have, um, you, have
1: you spotted have or have, yeah. have you spoken to people that were going to do I something?
2: have um uh, twice but the first the first one I was only I think about a year into the job so wow. I didn't even realize that it was happening at the time wow. you know I'm just talking to this lady I must have been talking to her about I think 40 minutes by the by the end of it and uh and she was okay at least by the end of that. You that, talked that her down? Well. Yeah
1: wow. and that was uh, you literally saved someone's life
2: yeah, exactly. I certainly didn't expect that, that day, true. but it, it, it worked out that way. And then the, the second one was about a month later in the same station. So it was it was it was quite something. But yeah, um, it's definitely not something that you want to um, want to happen. But at the same time, it's uh, it's quite quite moving and quite something to know that you've done done that and helped, you know. You've spoken openly about
1: PTSD as a result you've, of something you've seen, right? Yeah, yeah, it's... Um, it affects you for a long time. It,
0: it does. Uh, it just went through every kind of emotion, like guilt, anger, um, uh, sadness. Uh, it's just, But I, I find uh, writing is, is kind of uh, therapeutic and, you know, just writing down my feelings and stuff like that. and. Um, Yeah, just just for a range of emotions. But I I found counselling did really, really help. You know, it's just uh, chatting to someone. You've had counselling, yeah, yeah. I've had counselling, and it's just um, no, it's 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 quite hard to open up to your family and your friends because you kind of don't want to hurt them with what you're going to say, and you kind of want to protect them but yeah, yeah just talking to a counsellor it it does help it really does help
1: you know i had um i was doing a talk the other day and someone said in the audience and something i hear again and again and again and I, and I have spoken about it previously but i think it's important to address especially with two guys a guy said to me in the audience yeah with counseling and stuff yeah but you know the thing is how do you know when you're bad enough or if you're sick enough for it, and I, d- I don't know if it's for me, and you know, I don't really. There's, so, there's almost like a shame around going. That was yeah, the kind of sentiment. Y- yeah, yeah. What? Would you, I was just, in that moment of we have got literally up, the right? heavens have really opened up right now, guys. <laughs> we are troopers on the stomp cast. I hope people. I hope people listening. We ain't sitting in a warm, cosy podcast studio here, <laughs> no. right? We are out stomping. We don't want any sympathy, but we are. We're really doing it. Shall we, we can nest under the trees here for a minute, we can pause. I think it's, a, it's allowable to have a pause on the stump cast when it's raining like this. Maybe under here be a little be a little bit lighter. Mind the you, front. there's so few leaves are left on these yeah. trees, there's not as much cover it's not as... It's making uh, much difference. But. Even that dog's looking at us we? yeah. like we're bonkers. <laughs> We've gone to this one actually, this might work, this is a bit thicker here. Um, what would you say to, to guys then that are maybe a bit reluctant
0: or thinking, am I bad enough, should I get cancelling? Just do it. Honestly, just go go counseling. If you can get it, go to the counselling. Just talk, you know what I mean? It's like if you have got people that you trust that you can talk to, talk to them. You know, it's just um like you know, none of us need like we can all listen and we can all hear someone out and just you know, it's just there's got to be more empathy and compassion in the world and in order to do that. Just got to start talking to one, other, one another you
1: know it can make you know for me personally i mean i have therapy every week for a range of different things yeah. i mean i'm pretty traumatized by certain things that have happened in my life and uh, there's so many things i could talk for 10 years probably to a therapist but i find it really helpful i find it keeps me ticking and um you know i think we can all improve in the way that we think you know if you go to the, you know, you go to the gym to work your body and your mind of course but in a way, going to therapy is like exercising your brain, maybe even thinking about the technique you're using. You know, almost like at a gym, you're learning how to do it better, aren't you? So
2: that That's right, the yeah.
1: weights don't feel so heavy and you can kind of get through life a bit better.
2: Yeah. Now, talking is just one of the most underrated things, I think, that mm. that we have um, as a tool for, for many things, actually.
1: What's the most powerful, one of the most powerful things? Because I can imagine people come up to you and say, oh, you know. You, you guys, you know, I know you. <laughs> you guys are on all, the, all on the board. What's some of the most powerful things that you've heard,
0: and particularly from men? I'd, you know, I'd be interested to hear what men. Say do you know? To... It's, it's some of the like direct messages that we've received, like the message from Miguel in Iran. You know, it's just like we're in London, she's in Iran, and she's sending us a direct message saying that one of our posts popped up at the right time. You know, she was about to do something silly, which is what she put, and it was kind of like it stopped her from doing that. And we've received loads of messages like that over the last like three four years haven't we and it's just it, it, like we're not medical health experts we didn't go to like university or that but it doesn't take uh, education to listen and to just be kind no, and, you know. also
2: there's this this bizarre universe thing that's happening sometimes like we're just we're posting quite regularly and then you get this message like how did you know to post that right now and it's like we didn't i mean maybe the universe did maybe it nudged us at that moment yeah, it's time to do that post guys you know or whatever but it's made that, that impact, like you said, yeah, to yeah. to someone in that way. And um, it just blows your mind. It's just like, we didn't know that person. Uh, we didn't post it specifically for them, although we have, kind of, because those, uh, those posts are for those people in those moments. But yeah. that moment...
1: Yeah. Well, have you thought about how many people, especially guys who haven't messaged you and will never message you, but you've had that impact? That's almost the other part that kind of blows your mind. You think, wow, like the people obviously message you it's incredible to hear that but there'll be a lot of people probably more people than not who'll just see that and that's maybe nudged them to speak to someone or to talk to someone i mean i remember when i, I was in the pub i often get it in the pub actually if i'm not that i'm often in the pub guys <laughs> not too often anyway <laughs> um but i was in the pub and you know the other day and a guy came up to me and said look you know i would going make a thing of it but i saw a post that you did and it pushed me to get help at a time that i was really dark and i'm a year down the line and i feel I'm a different person. I couldn't even recognise, I wouldn't have been able to recognise this person. I wouldn't be able to admit, believe that I could get to this place. And it does make you think, like, wow, like, it, it, it inspires you, because sometimes social media is hard, isn't it, online?
2: Yes. You think, oh, God, some of you are like, oh, what's the point in this? And especially when you see negative stuff on there, you think, what's the point? But it spurs you on. It? I once had a lady who just came up to me on the station, just out of the blue, just came over and gave me a hug, right? <laughs> Didn't say anything, and then walked off. And then it was that evening or the following morning. Uh, That we got a DM from from someone that said I just gave you a hug yesterday or today I can't remember when it wasn't It's a couple of years ago Um, And I just wanted to say uh, thank you for all you do you've made a massive difference to my life and then I was like Oh, that must have been that lady there and uh, and then she sent a follow-up message that was basically just apologize. So she didn't know how to how to say it, but she just she just decided to give me a hug. Um, And it was lovely, you know, like it it can some people could find that weird, um, you know, someone just coming up to you randomly giving you a hug, but then we kind of do that to people yeah, now as well. You know We've what? been we, dancing we around hugging. people in the station yeah, and yeah. hugging them and pulling that's them over to the the dance. And stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah You yeah. see this like, on social media, you see people doing like the free hugs thing. Yeah, yes. always yeah, was yeah. so You've watching it, don't you? Because yeah. yeah. you're like, we live in a world that feels so disconnected, but sometimes just giving so, even a stranger a hug or just a smile, yeah, you know, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds so simple sometimes. You think, oh gosh, does that make a difference? But honestly, it just sometimes, it helps, sometimes yeah. kind to you, just smiles at yeah, you. Yeah. you know, I try and make a deliberate thing these days just just to really make an effort and smile. And there's, one, there's an environment that I've been thinking about where I've been like, you know, no one ever smiles in the gym. And I've been trying now, without being a weirdo, <laughs> without, like, smiling at people when I'm doing bicep curl or something. yeah yeah <laughs> But, like, just genuinely saying hello in the gym, because it's quite a macho and, like, bit of, like, masculine environment. Sometimes it I been nice to say, how are you? Like, good day, yeah, you know, having, you know, good session or whatever. And yeah, because the gym people. itself
2: even has a bit of an, a stigma attached for lots of people to kind of, they, they might want to get. It fit and do that kind of thing but they just look at the gym environment and think no I can't can't go into that so for something like that
0: and, and you know why what? not it's a lot change of it that. Is the whole and I can't stand it the whole comparing one another yeah, thing yeah. you know because people you know look at pictures on social media and it's like why can't I have that and they beat themselves up about it and I guess the same with the gym sometimes you look at other people doing their exercises yeah. think oh why am I not there and no, just uh, just compare yourself to yourself, no, to no one else. Yeah, you know, your own challenge, your own yeah, challenge, yeah. your own journey. It's a bit well, of a like, squelch cast, isn't it, eh? It's a, it's yeah, a, it's yeah, a squelch, squelch cast.
2: cast. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as squelchy, though, considering. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not too no, squelchy.
1: Uh, no, I love we're it. We're just, we're hunkered under a, we are, we are, we have to admit we're hunkered under a tree right now. Well guys on, on the point of spreading positivity let's be positive in, in the rain and uh, you know it's been a great second part of the stomp i've enjoyed it we've got a, a final and third and final part to, to to do we've got a little bit further to enjoy uh, in greenwich park hopefully it leaves up in the rain but uh, it's been fantastic so far so well done everyone listening you smashed another part you know done part two now we're going to move on to part three and again whether you're doing 20 minute chunks or you're doing all at once it doesn't matter well done see you soon Thank you so much for listening to part two of the episode with Jeremy and Ian in Greenwich Park. If you've not finished your walk yet, make sure to go and listen to part three now. We'll catch up on tomorrow's stomp. Hold up. What was that?